everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. And good evening, everyone. <laughs> this is uh, sorry. Oh my gosh, I had a little communication problem this evening. <laughs> Welcome to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para X Radio Network. I'm Stephanie. Heidi has the night off, and thanks to Jerry from the Calling Radio for joining me tonight. And thanks for picking up where I fell. <laughs> I was sitting there, you know, yeah, my, looking at the screen My going, computer was like, communication, I, my communication was lost or something. I mean, that's weird. I don't know what's going on, but whatever. Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> Probably. So we have Jerry from The Calling in with us tonight on this night for the Paranormal Smorgasbord. Yay! How are you, Jerry? Not too bad. You doing? How are you doing? And and how it happened to Heidi? Oh, she had she had a little uh, surgery last week, and she's just taken a little bit longer to recover. Um, so she can't she can't really talk. So oh, okay. Yeah, and she really thought she'd be okay today, but she she just needs a little bit more time. She'll be back with us next Tuesday for sure. There you so, go. Well, let's hope she gets well. She will get well. So everybody send Heidi lots of good vibes and prayers and, you know, that she is just fabulous by tomorrow, maybe even, you know, so that's a good thing. So anyway, so it's the paranormal smorgasbord, Jerry. So all questions, all topics are up for grabs. How does it work, though? Well, I don't know. We have to come up with a few subjects and maybe people in our chat room have some things that are on their minds or maybe they'll email us or send us messages on Facebook. You know, I have Facebook open. So if you are not in our chat room, you can certainly send us a message on our Facebook page um, or comment and we'll get that too. So it's all good. But just how are you? What you been up to lately? Not too much, not too much. Sim, um, you know, our team, or the team you're on, you're on mm-hmm. Squatchers, but you're also on Sim, Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. We've been getting tons of calls about people wanting to know, are shadow people dangerous or not? 
Oh, really? Yeah, really? we got two calls yesterday, and then uh, over the weekend, uh, I think it was Saturday, uh, we got this one lady that called in. It was very lengthy about things going on, and not just shadow people, but then she was she changed her uh, tune and wanted to talk about mimics, uh, wanted to talk about... Um, Oh, uh, poltergeist. She just wanted to talk about everything and how she can protect herself from everything. And it's like, well, you know, I don't think it's all going to come down on you at once. What if it does? Uh, <laughs> then call squatchers. Oh, my. <laughs> I didn't know what to tell her on that. I mean, she was really worried about everything, you know. Well, has she had some things happening or what? what was the... Well, the, for her call. Yeah, the lady on Saturday, she was saying, too, that uh, she's been seeing more and more uh, shadow people um, this year than she's ever seen before. And the other couple calls that we got, too, were talking about shadow people. They said that they have seen them, but it seems like there's an abundance of shadow people. And they're like, do you know why that is? And it's like, you know, I really don't know why that is, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I know here we've been uh, at the uh, the complex I live in, people have been talking a lot about shadow people too. But yet I haven't seen anything here. Uh, you know, like a friend of mine's in the hospital. When I went to the hospital, oh, they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, shadow yeah. people. And it's more, I don't know if, if it's much shadow people as I think it's people themselves manifesting it out because of the stress oh. of being in the hospital well, that could be. and everything. Yeah. But it's, it's funny when somebody else can see mm-hmm. something, it's like, you know, is it that strong of worry or anxiety that they have on where they can actually, actually make other people see what they're talking about? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. But you know, the, the interesting thing is if you've, had all these calls in the last week or so well yesterday was Beltane right and really it takes place over a few days but this is on the opposite side of the wheel as Samhain so actually these two time periods are the times when the veil between the worlds is at its thinnest so right um and I know of course of course with Beltane we think more of things along the line like fairy nature spirits and things like that but because that veil is thin, anything can really has an easier time. Correct. Correct. Yep. I mean that's Very what I think. So. so, I mean it. It could be that you know Mercury is in retrograde. I hate to keep, but it's true. And there's a lot of crazy wild energy out there right now. I know yesterday was just insane. I don't know if you felt it, but boy did I feel it. And yeah. um, I, I just think with all these things, and the moon will be full on Thursday. So there's just a lot of energies out there right now. You know, so it could possibly be. Now, I haven't noticed a lot of shadow people, have you? Which is unusual because usually I'm like one of the first ones to notice that. Well, just when I was in um, the hospital and I went to go visit that friend Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you would see things move. But yet in a hospital, can it be more than just shadow people? Because they claim that shadow people are not have never been real people. Yeah. You know, and but who's to say that that's really true? Again, we won't know till we get to the other side. Then we'll know right. pretty much what everything is and stuff. Uh, so, but 
you know, but what everybody thinks, though, of shadow people, some think that they're they're dangerous. Uh, you shouldn't be messing with them. Uh, wherever they're at, you should be moving on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of a lot of uh, different reports on that and everything. But you know, there there is quite a, a few. You know, again in the hospital and here in the complex I'm in, I really haven't noticed anything. I just know that th- this is really strange, guys. But the apartments that I'm living in, the one above me, there's no one that lives in there. No one. But yet. I hear things moving around up there. You can hear them. Now, I have taped it, and I taped it today because it was going on pretty nuts. And I went to um, uh, the people in maintenance and to the the director here and stuff, and I said, okay, listen to this. And they're like, what's that? Is that somebody inside the uh, storage area right next to you? I go, nope, that's on the ceiling. So it's got to be somebody upstairs. And they're like, we don't have anybody up there and no one's moved in. And I, they said, besides that, this, the walls here are thick of um, uh, cement thick. So you should not hear anything from your neighbors. You know, and I just don't know what to say. You know? Well, uh- so what do you think? So if we're going to talk about shadow people, what do you think shadow people are? Um, I'm not really for sure. I'm, I'm thinking this is one thing that somebody had told me once that they were just lost, lost things, mm-hmm. lost um, entities that uh, just kind of roam interdimensionally or just roam through the, um, you know, through the world. And Mm -hmm. they sometimes will just pop up in certain places and they watch, they learn, they try to absorb because I mean, I've never heard anybody being attacked by a shadow person. And, you know, again, people like Amy Allen and everything say that shadow people are dangerous, you know, but um, I don't see any danger than them. It's almost like, Mm -hmm. you know, a little kid, you know, walking through a store and all of a sudden they play peekaboo with you and they're gone. Right. No. Yeah, I can't say I've ever felt threatened by them or really afraid of them. I think they're a little unnerving, you know, especially when you see them at night. Like, for example, if you're out, outside walking and they're hanging out, that's a little bit just, you know, well, kind of scares could, you a little bit. But Again, that um, could be something else, though, stuff. It could be. It could be. Yeah. It could be. But, um, yeah, I've, you know, even a couple of weeks ago, I remember saying on the show how, geez, I was walking through the parking ramp or parking garage at work. And there was one that just kind of, I don't know if it was a spirit or a shadow figure. I haven't quite figured that out yet. I was on a level that I'm not usually on. So yeah, I'm going to have to investigate that one a little bit, but I mean, you know, downtown is old, you know, and our, I don't think our building is that old, but the land itself, you know, lots of things happened on it, you know? Well, yeah. Plus two Minneapolis um, is uh, there below it was another city. Yes. And yes, yes. It, that's where they used to bring in all the gold for their Federal Reserve Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, there's docks down there and everything. Yeah. So there's city within a city, actually. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's quite interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, Sean Marie in our chat room uh, is saying that she just had someone the other day ask about shadow people and caught some pictures. She was more concerned if they were dangerous. 
she lives out of state and it must be a week for shadow people. I guess it must be if you're getting yeah. lots of calls too from Sam. Sam, that's interesting. Exactly. I agree with that. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, maybe this is their time of year. You know, maybe this is where we should keep notes. We on, should. You know, a around that time. Yeah, and see mm-hmm. how everything goes uh, the next time. I will start that. Yeah. I will, I will start it, Steph. Good. I like yeah. that idea. And remember that, so we think that when you guys did the the hotel bar and grill the last time didn't katie catch katie caught a couple of pictures oh yes did you think that was a shadow person right or did did we think it was an actual spirit going into the red room I, no I, I think it was a shadow, a shadow person. person i really do yeah yeah that was the most amazing photo especially sending it to um yeah oh uh, you know two photographers um and one saying yeah, I can't tell you what that is. And the other one saying, nope, I don't believe it's that somebody's hair or their hand or something got caught in there. But that was impossible. We debunked everything on that, you know. But then two psychics actually saying, wow, that's pretty cool. And one to go as far to say it's going through the wall and going into a room that's completely red on the inside. Yeah, that was Valentina. As a matter of fact, tomorrow night on the calling, I'm going to put my shameless Ah, plug in here, Steph. Yeah. Uh, Valentina is going to be on the calling. Actually, she's part of the calling now. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's another host on the calling. And uh, we will be talking about, um, oh, um, I just said it. What did I just say? Oh, no, tomorrow is shadow people, all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is paranormal babble. Uh, on the calling. That's what I was trying to say. I couldn't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to, oh, see, here are those pictures of that. Now, I'm not sure how I can sequence this to put it on the chat room, but I mean, it is quite amazing. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to put the photo, the link to our photo page up. And then if you just, um, if you just search, they're like in the middle of the page because they're quite. I don't think I can copy and paste. Actually, if you just put in they our are, website, si minnesota. Is it on our website? Yeah. Is it on our website? Oh, it is. Oh, Isn't it? I don't know. Well, I thought you were in charge of that. <laughs> I am, and I don't know, but we'll try to find it and get it up on our chat room because they are they are pretty cool. They are excellent photos a shadow yep. figure they, and they there's are, just no way we could debunk it and it happened to be well and it happened to be in a hallway that you know i'm always drawn to that hallway and you know when we were all there last year i mean like mark from search for spirits saw a shadow figure at the same time that you were hearing something in there too i think Russ might have been up there too i don't know there's a bunch of us up there um so yeah that's a highly active spot within that hotel so yeah. It's just cool beans. When we yeah. get when we get these cool um pieces of evidence, they're like gold, right? Exactly. They are. If you do click on the link that I just put in the chat room or anybody that's listening, if you go to www.siminnesota.com, it is on the front page there. Just scroll down a little bit and uh you'll see what we're talking about. Oh, it awesome. Thank intense. you. Yeah. Thank you. I forgot we had put that out there. So, that's yep. cool. Yeah, so shadow people, I think this is probably a really good time if 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 
you know, if you see spirits and stuff, that's why that that veil is really thin. If you're out in the woods, you might see some fairies. You might experience some um, um, of those kinds of things out there, little people and stuff. So, yeah, keep your eyes and ears open for sure, you know. Yeah, that's true. And, hey, let's do another plug, Steph. Yes. Of Minnesota Para Connection. Yes, yes, yes. We're not so going to say we, where yet until we get no. it all put together. But I'm sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> no, so um, Squatters, Sam, and um, Search for Spirits and Cat Paranormal all together for, last year formed what we call the Minnesota Para Connection. And basically, we put it together because we just like hanging out with each other. We like to do investigations. But we also wanted to have a group that we could put on events with. And last fall, we did an event down in Faribault that was a huge success. We had, I oversold the vendor spots, remember? And we had a couple of investigations. And it was just, it was just a really fun event. And so this year, we're going to be in a, in a different spot. We're going to be in St. Cloud, Minnesota. And that's happening on September 29th. So you can go to the SIM page, you can go to the Squatchers page, the Minnesota Pair Connection page, um, and we will be posting more details in the next few weeks. We just wanted to get that date out there. And there's been a lot of excitement about it already, Jerry. Yes, there has been. I see it everywhere. And one thing I'm excited about, I love food trucks. I'm huge <laughs> on food trucks. I think they're the coolest things around. And mm-hmm. I found a food truck yesterday that was called um, uh, Sasquatch Sandwiches. Sammies, yeah. Yep. And I we looked, at, I looked at it. Oh, it's awesome. Man, they got a heck of a menu and everything. Yeah. I know. So that would be fun to have something like that. Plus also uh, Tegan's Treats. Yes. Uh, which is going to yes. be there from down yep. in Wasika. They're going to uh, have a spot, and they're going to be selling their uh, all their treats, all their fun and they're stuff. They're making special things for this, like they're going to have Sasquatch cookies and I don't know all kinds of cool stuff, ghost cookies, and I don't know what all. You know, yep. so but it's always a fun event. So every you know everybody, I think this is probably the only paranormal conference in Minnesota this year. So. Yeah, I don't think they're, well, so far I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything for anything, Mm -mm. but Mm -mm. yeah, you never know. They're going to pop up. It's still early. Yeah, they could for sure. But this is, it'll be super fun. And, you know, like I said, the interest out there is so so big already, you know, and we'll be selling, you know, if if you're interested in being a vendor, you know, uh, we'll get you information on that too. But more information will come like in about a month when things are more wrapped up. Um, so, but it's going to be super fun. Yeah, it will be a good time. It'll be a good time. Plus also two step. Yes, I will do it. You will do. Do. Oh, you guys asked me to do eight by 10 glossies, um, and, and sell them so that we can raise money for the food shelf in St. Cloud. Yeah, I'll do it. Oh, who said <laughs> that? Who asked that? I didn't ask I that, but that's good. Joking. Glossies of us? No, me. Really? Who wants that? <laughs> I don't know. Are you being facetious? Uh, I guess I'm you are. I'm trying to be funny. I guess it didn't work. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember the day that when Paracon was big up in um, Manoman that we actually did have little cards with all of us, member, And the people wanted us to autograph them. It was the craziest thing ever. You know? That was so cool. It yeah, was that was, was. Paracon. We presented. We were like, 
one of the first ones up there and and the sim crew presented and oh my gosh we felt like stars <laughs> it was kind of fun <laughs> we did. yeah that was you know it's too bad those days are gone yeah, well. uh, for paracon up there i thought they did really good but i did too and it yeah. was fun so well you know now maybe we'll get this back together and in a few years it'll be big like Paracon used to be. You know, you yep. just never know. That's true. That is definitely true. You never know. So anyway, but yeah, so there's that. And so, okay, so getting on to other subjects, I have to talk about this. So I happened to be one night, you know, when it was close to bedtime and, and I was paging through channels and I came to the History Channel and came to that ancient age Aliens show. Do you ever watch that? Yes, I do. I love it, actually. <laughs> well, I do, too. And so one thing that I've never heard of before, I mean, we, we've all heard about how the ancient Mayan, um, you know, like they have pyramids down there. They have those fields that look like they could be landing strips. You know, the, 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 the Nazca ruins. Yep. But I've never heard about these sun disks. Have you heard about that? They're so they're gold. They're gold. Out of the sun, they're beautiful. Say and, that again. You um, actually cut out stuff. Le- oh, I said they were. They're these discs that they found, and they're in the shape of a sun. They call them a sun disc, and the legends suggest that it was used to open a portal to other worlds at the gate of the gods. Have you heard about this? So what they likened it to was uh, some kind of communication device where they could talk to extraterrestrials, alien cultures from here on planet Earth. And do you know when they sent up um, the first space probe that now is like beyond our galaxy even, they put with it on the outside of the spacecraft a disk, a gold golden disc that they modeled kind of after this that talked about everything on planet earth people culture they they i mean it's stuff right so i mean it's quite fascinating i think you'd watch the whole show because i came in at like halfway through or something but have you heard about this no i have not it's really cool i guess it's ancient alien season 12 episode 15 because i just i just googled it um, and it, it's they say it's the story of Pachacuti and his mysterious sun disk, and it was uh, a literal communication device rather than merely. And it's it's quite fascinating, you know. And I they said that there were more than just that one, but for sure that one was one. And they said that they used to go in there, and it was kind of like a. Um, Beam me up, Scotty. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what they're hypothesizing, you know? It's actually right. fascinating. Really fascinating. I hope I can see this, catch this when it's, you know, in its entirety. But just another crazy, fabulous thing that comes out of that South of South American ruins. Huh. Here, I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this, um, the, the, the web link on our facebook page so people can go there if they want you know because it's it's pretty cool um you know but that's the same reason that those crystal skulls were discovered correct and they said that was that had something to do with that too yep the i got to see the crystal skulls one time um Mm -hmm. that was at a symposium 
that um, oh, uh, Bobby Sullivan was at. He called me up. I went over there to check it out and stuff. And he took one of the crystal skulls and put it on his aura machine. Uh, he took a photo, and the light that came off from that thing was unbelievable. Oh. You know, it was oh. uh, pretty intense. But the guy that owns it, I think he lives here in Minnesota, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't know much about him. I've just heard, you know, in the back of my mind. Well, and one of them was discovered to be a hoax, right? Right. That's what I heard. But yeah. I don't know if all of them have been, you know. Yep. And to make those, I mean, you would have to rub it with herbs and sand, you know, for generations to get them mm-hmm. to be in that shape. So it's just a constant well, thing, you know, of rubbing it and uh, forming it uh, mm-hmm. to be able to get it to that that certain spot. That's rather mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all fascinating. I mean, you know, you could watch. I mean, they could make all kinds of shows, and they do. They have, you know, but just who has the time to watch them all? But fascinating stuff. I mean, I never heard about this disc. And that there's more than one of them. And they really feel like they were communi- a communications tool. Like a cell phone, for example, back in the day. You know, thousands of years ago. Fascinating. Yeah, that is fascinating. Oh, um, the, the I forgot about this, but one of the ladies that called talked about shadow people. But she also talked about orbs. Oh, What's your, what's your thing on orbs? You know, our orbs are hard because there's just so many natural physical orbs, right? You know, there's there's moisture orbs, there's dust orbs, there's all kinds of stuff like that. And I think as paranormal investigators, I always tend to look, if I'm going to say that there's something paranormal, I think they look different than... Um, than a dust orb or a moisture orb, right? They have like right. maybe a hard outline. They have like movement. So they kind of move a little bit. And even when you catch them on your camera, they usually kind of have that elongated T- movement. We have caught some, we have caught some cool stuff, you know, yeah, that we did. could be orbs. But yeah. I think probably 80%, if not higher, of all of the, of all of the, Orbs caught on camera can be explained. I, I do think they're natural. What do you think? No, I. When it comes to to orbs, I mean, so many people think it's the spirits of dead people. Yeah. Other mm-hmm. paranormal type things, you know. That means you have paranormal activity. And I, yeah. myself again, I just believe that, especially if you're using flash on your fo- your your camera. Yes. You take yes. a picture. It's just illuminating dust or other particles and it just you know it one lady got um where was this lady at i think it was the liquor store that i work at (laughs) and she had asked about it because she recognized me from our movie anyway um she said um she goes no because when i really looked at it there was a face in there i said that's that's definitely dust because you can look at it and it's paradelia it looks just like it's a face looking back at you you know mm. that's you know but she wouldn't take that for nothing but oh, oh well but, you know 
but I have seen some. Like, you know, Kim has some really cool orb pictures from down at Walcott in the baby cemetery. And I don't know if she showed you, but wow, there are a couple of them that look like they're just like baby faces hanging out. And it's not paradelia. I mean, you look at it and you say, oh, my God, look at that baby face. You know, it's a face, you know, so could it have been a spirit and then maybe it really wasn't an orb. I don't know, but they're pretty cool. You know, I don't know. I'm still going to say dust. Well, we know that that place down there is very active. So, I mean, I also think if you're, if you feel something for those of us who are intuitives and sensitives and, you know, mediums i think if we feel like there's something there and someone's there and then this turns up it could very well be don't you think dust could be dust well you are really a bummer (laughs) (laughs) well i am i mean you know you can't i I know i know i know and i know when i was just out in washington um for example, and I, and I believe right now with this, so there was a picture we took of, I didn't take it. I, I don't know if Deb took it or who, but we were, we did, Casey and I were honored to be guests of the Lummi tribe. And we did a, um, we were involved in a ceremony for Toki, a water ceremony. And someone took a picture of the, of the ocean. And there are definite orbs in there that I don't think are anything moisture, dust, whatever. And the Lummi, the Lummi elders say that was their chief sleek who passed away like in the last couple of years. And cause they felt him there. He was there with us, you know? And I'm like, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's, I love it. I mean, I love the concept as a paranormal investigator. I looked at that and I'm like, well, I really don't feel like it's something I can explain. So maybe, and maybe that is true of other orbs too but like i said i do believe the vast majority of them are just explainable you know right right just you know just my opinion but there are a lot of people who just have a dust orb and suddenly oh my gosh but again they i also believe that they're a true orb it's indicative of paranormal activity and not necessarily a spirit but it could be, I guess. How do we know? It's one of those things that there's more questions than answers, right? Right. Because we know that light orbs follow Bigfoot, too. That's the other thing. Well, you know? They we know claim that. It, we don't know that. I've seen it. I've seen it. Okay. But did you see Bigfoot? But we heard him, and we knew it was nighttime. We knew he was there, and but there were this trail you know, of orbs. How do you know if you heard him if you've never seen him. Oh, it was Bigfoot. <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee it. But anyway, oh my gosh, we already blew through a half an hour, so we need to go to commercial break. This is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para X Radio Network. <laughs> light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock to Dark Sunrising on the Para-X Radio Network. Hey Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and woolly affair. 
So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? <laughs> well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. You are listening to Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. And we are talking paranormal smorgasbord this evening. So the subjects are varied and all over the place. We've talked about recent um, reports of shadow people. We've talked about the ancient uh, Mayans and their gold discs and all that cool stuff. And now we're back for the second half. And, you know, while we're talking about old things, one of the things that came up when I was trying to find out you know, the page for the, these gold discs um, was the Ark of the Covenant. What do you think, Jerry, happened to the Ark of the Covenant? Where do you think it is? Do you think it still exists? Do you think it ever existed? Well, I I don't know. You know, yeah. I you know me. I, I when it comes to religion and stuff, I mean, I I still claim myself to be a Christian. I do, and do I go to church? No, you know, because Outside is a better church. I think mm-hmm. you learn more. Uh, mm-hmm. But in churches and everything, why is there all this gold? Mm-hmm. You know, the Ark of the Covenant, covenant is, was supposed to be made out of gold, wasn't it? Yep. Pure gold. Yep. Pure yep. gold. I think it's melted down and, you know, um, sort of like the Vikings back in the day and mm. stuff. They would bury all of their treasure. And stuff, right. so they can use it in the afterlife. They never well, really used anything. Yeah. You know, they say, you know, and I haven't watched it for a couple of years, but the um, Oak Island bunch, one of their theories was that, you know, the Knights Templar came across and buried lots of treasures there on that island and religious treasures. And one of the things was the Ark of the Covenant, right? Mm-hmm that they found it, and that's where they put it. Now, to my knowledge, they have not found anything substantial there after all these years, or if they have, they haven't let it out. But, you know, it's sad that the, I, you know, if you read the Bible and the, and the part where God was telling Moses how to build the Ark of the Covenant, it, I mean, it's, it's pretty specific, and it's said to be power like you can't even imagine. 
right? It's the power of God in there. So it's something not to be messed with, really. So I would think if you were to have it and melt it down, you might be dead before, you know, that ever happened. I mean, I don't know. Just my opinion. Um, But it's odd that it just disappeared. And do you remember... Remember, in the, of course, this was a movie, but you remember the Indiana Jones movie where yeah. they found it and then they put it in some warehouse in some federal place with the yeah. number on it Burn. to be lost forever. I wa- don't you wonder, is it really in a place like that? Who knows, right? It could be. It could be on uh, Oak Island. I mean, you know, it, the, the thing with Oak Island is they haven't gone, they haven't found any of the different layers because water mm-hmm. has keeps you know really in. yeah it because keeps of getting the in. French drains yeah. yeah yeah if they can get that to stop but I don't see them ever being mm-hmm. able to do it they did find traces in the water yeah. of silver and gold and stuff um, they yep. found some really cool stuff on there but it's all surface stuff mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that could somebody have found they've never really dug down deep and came up with anything except for the stone slab and whatever happened to that right nobody knows you know nobody knows and was and it, you know oh go ahead well i was just gonna say and you know then there's that whole theory that the swamp was really something that was filled in and it was really two islands oak island was really two islands and that's how they buried a spanish galleon that was full of treasure so why haven't they dug that up yet i mean they've, they they've been working evidence. on it but it's they're yeah. still again it's too um too mushy to put anything on top of you know yeah. heavy machinery and stuff but, but i mean it kind of makes sense right i mean that's a yeah. great way to hide something is to bury a ship and make it part of an island that really wasn't an island and you know what i mean i'm right i mean ingenious really you know yeah. but and, yeah you know they found the roads and they're finding all these things mm-hmm. that could have been it but yet the service treasure is the thing that kind of throws me off a little bit Right. You know, is that really real, something they found? Like the ox um, shoes? I believe that. Yes, yes, you know, yes. I believe ox. like yep. the hammer. I believe some of that stuff mm-hmm. and the plates, finding some of the, um, you know, the shards of it and stuff. But I just don't know if I believe, you know, finding the rubies, the gold, uh, the cross you know, especially where they found it, it was, you didn't even have to dig for it. It was pretty much right, right. there. Right. You know, I, and it's a lead cross. I just, I just don't believe that very much. I think somebody placed it there and then they found it, you know. I right. don't know. I think it's rather interesting and uh, I want to yeah. go there and investigate it. That's what they need <laughs> us. Do. They need us to go and investigate I it. I think they do. I I have often said I think it would be a fantastic place to do a paranormal investigation, wouldn't it? With all mm-hmm. that history, and can you even imagine the things that we might find there? You know? Oh, yeah. I, I think it would be pretty sweet. I mean, we've gone places already, places we never thought we'd find anything, and then the next thing you know, it's like, you know, wow, it's like the Waverly Hills of you know, Minnesota or something, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I do. I do. So 
Interesting. So, but yeah, that Ark of the Covenant always comes up. Every once in a while, it comes up again, you know, and it's like, yeah, where is it? Where is it? What happened to it? I really don't think anybody could melt it down, to be honest. You know, if it's if it's right. said to have the power of God, I don't think it could be melted, you know? Yeah. But, and I, I know mean, you, you get to watch it. I don't have cable. I mean, I've kind of got cable, but yeah. I can't see any of that stuff unless I want to pay for it. And oh. I'm just not in the right you know, where I can actually, um, you know, afford that. But um, right. I know that. I haven't uh, watched it for a couple CC, of years. Yeah, CC is. She's big with that. And I think yeah. Moof and uh, I don't know. I don't think Sarge is. He doesn't like TV. No. But, uh, no, there's a lot of um, a lot of people that really get into it. And it's interesting. You know, it's very interesting. Just the history that they do come up with, you know, and talk about is pretty amazing. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's so much unknown. And I think the more paranormal research we do, encrypted research, the more questions that we have. We have, we never solve anything, really. It's just, we come out with even more questions, right? I mean, I do. Right. You know? <laughs> I mean. I'm going to leave alone. What is you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where you I know, would I'm, say, what is that sound? And then you would say, that's Bigfoot, you know? <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, I'm sorry. On to the next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so, okay, so I'm just going to call out for the for the full moon that's happening this Friday. And it is called the Flower Moon. So, um Actually, it's full at 1.36 p.m. on this Friday. So isn't that, you know, I don't, I get out there and look at the moon. I think it's supposed to be cloudy, of course, here in the land of 10,000 lakes. <laughs> right. Did you say 1.36 p.m. or a.m.? Yeah, well, that's when it turns full. So that night it'll be the fullest, I think, of the of the couple of days where it looks full, you know. So but, p.m., um, not a.m.? PM, yeah, no, not AM, PM. So, okay. so then when the moon rises on Friday, it will be a magnificent sight, I can imagine, if we have clear skies. Gotcha. Yeah, which it is here, supposed to rain, isn't it? Which here in the Northland, you know, we don't get a lot of clear skies. Today was beautiful. Yeah, it was. But, Tomorrow's supposed to be really nice, too. Yeah. And I did mention Mercury retrograde, and we still have 12 days left. To that which you know it interferes with communication which is probably why my skype flipped out tonight yeah and it's still so. kind of flipping out it kind of blocks off once in a while yeah that's what sarge said um but it doesn't end till may 14th so hey everyone we still have 12 days left you know and then we should be in the clear we should be in the clear with that one so that is good um what about you? You got any subjects you want to talk about, Terry? Not much. Um, you know, I was kind of reading up a little bit about, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Johnny Zaffis. Oh, yeah. You know, the haunted collector himself. You know, it's, you know we've run into haunted objects, mm -hmm. but how can he handle it with, like, a house full you know, I mean, how can you handle that? No. Yeah, I don't I don't like that idea. You know, yeah. I I wouldn't bring him in my house. Well, I don't even want him. You know, and every time 
you know, you get such good, cool stuff at like thrift stores and antique stores and stuff. But, you know, before they come into my house, they get smudged like you can't even believe, you know. And um, as you know from the owl box that you gave me years ago. (laughs) I felt so bad about that. Well, I mean, you didn't know. And it was a beautiful box, hey. You know, it had a beautiful Mm -hmm. snowy owl on it. But, oh, my gosh, from the minute I took it out of the box, I knew, you know. And, you know, put it right in the post to Heidi because we didn't want to have anything to do with it here. (laughs) (laughs) And when when she tells the story and when uh, she talks about when her and Casey went to the all-night 24-hour post box thing to send it, she really did. I mean, I I felt really bad about it. (laughs) And then I could see how it was affecting her and Casey too. And even our animals had a little, you know, like, oh, yeah, get it out, get it out. It was only in here for like an hour. And I took it out on the deck, remember? And I'm like, what can I do with this? And then I texted Heidi and I said, Heidi, you want this? There's definitely something going on here. You know, it's it's disaster. It's got, you know, bad spirits. Something's going on. Yeah, yeah. Send it to me. And I said, okay, I'm taking it to the post office. And she, she still says to this day, geez, I can't even believe it. I got it like a day later. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just drove over there and dropped it off, you know. Well, and, you know, there was something in there, right? So she opened it up and, and sure enough, you know, here was this entity looking at her from behind and you know she had well, to do a major clearing it, and yeah it was a mirror inside there yes and in the mirror yeah. behind her was this oh, yeah. entity that was you know and i'm like oh yeah i knew see so because yeah. i opened it up remember when i opened it up i opened it up and then i shut it really fast i'm like yeah oh, you scared me too that night i mean you really yeah. scared me and i felt so <laughs> bad about it because i paid money for that no oh, i know you did i felt really bad but it was like i I'm not keeping this in my house. Mm-mm. So, yes, no, I'm, you know, and I think you are, too. I think we're just people that just know a way is anything coming in this house, you know. And, yeah. you know, we have cedar at all our doors and, you know, no. And if there's something here, we take care of it immediately. Unless, you know, like my mom and dad come around occasionally and whatever relatives. But if it's somebody I don't know, mm-mm, no, they're gone. Yeah. That's true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. So it's yeah, crazy stuff happening. Okay. So I um, I have to find that. I I was looking on when we do the paranormal smorgasbord. I always go to Singular Fourteen uh, to look up news, paranormal news. So oh. they had this article just about a week ago, April twenty fifth, and they talked about this string of mysterious cattle mutilations reported in Texas again. Like you know, remember they said they thought. It was UFOs doing this, aliens, you know, extraterrestrials. And so it's the Madison County Sheriff's Office um, have been reported, have reported that they've been investigating several incidences involving the death and mutilation of cattle. And here we go again. And they talk about this six-year-old longhorn that had been found lying on her side, deceased, and had been mutilated. Uh, a straight, clean cut with apparent precision had been made to remove the hide around the cow's mouth on one side, leaving the meat under the removed hide untouched. The tongue was also completely removed. No blood, nothing, just boom. 
there we go. And and they can't figure out how, how to, of course, I think she might die just because of that. But um, it was also noticed there were no signs of struggle and the grass around the car was undisturbed. No footprints, tire tracks, or anything was noted in the area. They also reported that no predators or birds would scavenge the remains, leaving it to decay untouched for several weeks. Okay, that's interesting, don't you think? Just yeah, that, that is. right wow. there. And, and when they were looking in, into that, five other similar occurrences happened in this county as well, um, involving four adult cows and a yearling that were reported in the same condition, lying on one side with the exposed side of their face cut along the jawline and tongue, once again completely removed. On two of those five cows, a circular cut was made, removing, oh, the anus and external genitalia. Yeah, okay. Bizarre. And this was made with the same precision as the cuts noted around the jawlines of each cow. Again, no blood, no disturbances. Other creatures wouldn't eat them. What do you think that is? So that's six. That makes six cows in this one little county in Texas. Of course, Texas, it could be a huge county. But one county in Texas over a few weeks. That is bizarre, isn't it? That's really bizarre. And didn't we, when we did that investigation down in Elmwood, Wisconsin, weren't they talking about when we were, actually when it was the UFO, we were talking about UFOs. And they had reported cattle mutilation down there too. Now, this was many years ago, but it was kind of the same thing, right? It was. As a matter of fact, yeah. And... Um, if I remember what they said, it was it was actually really close to the the town itself. It was only out about a mile and a half or something. But it was um, the horns had been removed, um, tongue has been removed. Uh, the, what else? The teats were removed. Um, all blood was drained, which they said was very strange. At first, they thought it was a hoax. But there was no car that or truck that brought it out there, no four-wheelers or anything. And it was just a cow, and there was no uh, blood splatter anywhere. Mm-hmm. So they thought yeah. it was really strange, and it was I, less than a day old. That is just, that is bizarre. Absolutely yeah, that bizarre. is really strange. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, another piece of news that I found on here, and this came from earlier. April, so it, it isn't super recent, but um, less than a month old. They talk about, and maybe you've seen this, I don't, I haven't seen this, but artificial intelligence used to create the latest stabilization of the Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot footage. I have not seen it. There's no link in here. To Oh, yeah, here it is. Watch on Twitter. Okay, well, I'm not going to watch it here, but here, I'll well, put this out there. There you um, go. I was just going to say, put it out there. <laughs> I Still, you know, I don't know. I word's still out whether it's real or not for me. For you, yeah. I looked at it. I watched. I watched it in black and white. I watched it colorized. I watched it put in the uh, uh, 4K. Was it or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. It I was watched the last whatever movie. they did. Yep. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I, you know, there's. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe in it whatsoever. Yeah, I'm watching it now. I don't think it looks much different than the first one, but 
Right. Yep. I'm launching it too. I yeah. still think it looks like. I don't know. I don't. Know. But yet, I've heard. I have heard stories from people who were there, who swear to God, you know, that it was a true thing, and that you know there were murderers that they murdered a tribe of Bigfoot, is what they're saying. And Patty was looking for her baby. That's the story that's out there. You know, true or not, I don't know. I do know that the the video that I saw, and I don't even know where it is now. It was on YouTube or something, but it was a cryptid researcher. And she was so worked up that when she talked about it, she cried almost the whole way through the interview she was doing. So mm. talking about how... You know, these, these, this squad, elite squad of Bigfoot killers. Okay, now, really? Is there such a thing from Canada? And that was back 50 some years ago, right? Came down to take care of a tribe of Bigfoot who were bothering the highway people that were making the highway that was running through there. And supposedly they did. And they killed Patty, is the name of this Bigfoot in the video. Supposedly they killed her baby. And she was looking for the baby, and that is the that is the infamous footage that they have. Right. Well, you know, if you really look at it, to take a look at that, and take a look at an a uh, female ape, and a mm-hmm. female actually a gorilla. Okay, a female gorilla, um, and how they walk, and how their chest is, or breasts, is, is mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, are compared to that. I'm sorry. I just don't. I just don't believe in it. You know, I I just don't believe in that one. Yeah. But here's something interesting. One of the shows that you and I did agree on that we really liked is coming <laughs> yeah. back, which what is, is the Travel Channel's The Dead Files. Oh. Yeah, that's coming back with uh, Amy Allen, and she can tell you how much she hates paranormal investigators. All that <laughs> she fun does. Stuff. I know. That's what she says. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because she always just is such, oh, man, she always says, oh, have you had paranormal investigators here? That's what she always <laughs> You know, did you notice in some of her episodes, she's dressed like a homeless person? I mean, yeah, it's does. like yeah, she's, she's very unkept and stuff. She's, she's different. She's different. She's yeah. different. But That's really uh, odd. There was a picture on Facebook that... Um, was her latest picture she put out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. excuse me. And everybody was like, oh, you're so beautiful. Are you kidding me? She had this gigantic <laughs> jaw that stuck out, and I thought it was a character thing. I re- that's what I thought, but it, well, it was actually her picture. I do I was like, very surprised. I did like that show when it was when I see it, you know, occasionally. I, I think it's it's got a good format, but yeah, I, I don't like that she has such a disdain for what we do. You know what right. I mean? And and the, and the truth is, a lot of these, a lot of teams, like our team, we have a lot of sensitive intuitives and intu- psychic intuitives and whatever. I mean, it's not like we're just a bunch of people going out there stirring things up. We try to help, you know? So, yeah, CeCe's saying Bigfoot Hitman, and I said, yeah. And it's, it. you know, I'll try to find that whole interview that I, the woman's name was Bobby something, and I can't remember what the light Bobby, was. Bobby, what were you talking about, Bobby? But, no, the Bigfoot, the the Bigfoot, um, the Bigfoot massacre supposedly is what happened during the Patterson-Giblin film, you know, and 
this cryptid researcher that was there. Her name was Bobby something, and I can't remember what her last name is. But she did. She's she passed away. She's she's gone now. But before she passed away, she did some kind of an interview that I and she was like sobbing when she talked about what she had experienced that day. You know, and, and um, yeah, supposedly this elite squad from Canada came down to take care of this tribe of Bigfoot. Like I said, so yeah. Bigfoot hitman, CC, and that's just crazy talk. I who knows, you know, all kinds of conspiracy theories running around the Bigfoot world, you know. Wow. But to me, that you know, if it's true, how sad, you know. And I, they, it, it's claimed that they shot Patty too after that, you know. Um, so I don't know. I mean, that's another thing. More questions, more questions than answers. Now, for me, when I look at that. Bigfoot, I I feel like I can't imagine it looks like somebody with a pillow on their butt. And I can't yeah. imagine that that's how I know apes don't look like that, for example. I can't imagine that Bigfoot would have anything like that either. You know, too much junk in the trunk is what I said, you know. <laughs> so, but you know, my co host on he said, she said, absolutely believe in that footage. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So we talk about that all the time and argue back and forth, but it is what it is. CC is also saying that Amy Allen is a hippie chick, which she is absolutely, yeah, 100%. you know, and she is she has her own charm for sure, you know, and this is why it's such a it's such a you know well watched show, you know, and it keeps coming back. So, well, that'll be fun to see that um, again with it's on for sure. But um, yeah, my goodness. You know, it's um. We have about three minutes left, Jerry. Is there anything you want to talk about other than what we've already talked about? I know you already plugged your show with Valentina tomorrow. Yeah. And what are you going to be talking about tomorrow? What's the subject matter? Oh, again, it's it's uh, <laughs> paranormal babble. So it's anything. I told Valentina. I said, uh, uh, choose a couple topics. I'll choose a couple. And we'll just start talking. She goes, well, what are you going to choose? I said, nope, that's the fun part about it. We don't know what the other one's going to choose. And if what if both... it's the same thing? Well, well, we'll just, you know, we'll rip into each other about it. <laughs> yeah. I think you ought to ask her about these shadow people, too, you know, and see if she's had a lot of chit-chat about that and what she thinks the shadow person is, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking about that. Yeah. 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 So just kind of build on what we talked about tonight. I think it might be kind of fun, you know? Sure. Yeah. So, well, I thanks mean, for having me on, Steph. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. Well, we still have just a little bit of time left. So, hey, I just yeah, thank you for coming to the rescue at the last minute, you know, um, because, wow, thank you. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Otherwise, people would have had to listen to me all night. And I don't know how that would have oh, went. You could have done you a know? good job. You would have done yeah, a good job. Yeah, I don't job. know about that. So anyway, I guess I'm hearing music, so it must be time. So listen, everybody, thanks for listening in tonight. And for any troops that may be listening, thank you so much. And thank you for your service, as always. Um, thank you, Jerry, from The Calling. And for those listening, don't forget to listen tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X. Thank you to Para-X for having our show on. We love it here. And, of course, thank you to our most fabulous awesome producer sarge so thanks everyone heidi will be back next week and we'll see you then make it a good week thanks jerry night